Welcome, one and all, to the Eagle Auto Parts on the Go podcast. You're there, we're here, and this is a special edition of a Christmas 2022 message podcast from the team at Eagle Auto Parts. I'm DJ Harrington, better known as the Cardiologist. Eagle Auto Parts podcast comes to you each week to inform, educate, and bring you tips on keeping your vehicle in top-notch condition. But this episode is a special episode. I am here with my charming wife, Sheila Kay, and she was kind enough to help us. Some of you listeners know that last January, Sheila did the story of Christmas for the Eagle Auto Parts family. It was asked by Doug Williams and his wife, Lori. So if some of you would like to go back to your archives, it's the January podcast for Eagle Auto Parts, and you could hear that one then. Okay, so this one, we have a, a lighthearted one to tell you. Sheila and I, we live in Canton, Georgia. And uh, one of our tow truck drivers here that own a company called Malden Body Shop and Towing. Lots of towers know this guy. John Weaver is his name who lives and serves the public here in Canton where Sheila and I live. And Sheila, tell the listeners... First of all, say hi and tell hey. the listeners. <laughs> tell our listeners about it. Glad to be here. Okay, well, uh, Christmas Pete has been uh, traveling around Canton uh, for the last couple of years since we've been living in Canton, Georgia. Um, John's decorated truck has become a tradition in Canton, Georgia, and people expect to see it multiple times a week as it helps people in times of trouble. And the other night, as uh, DJ and I were driving to watch our granddaughter, Ansley, sing at a local park. You'll remember those fourth and fifth graders. They were so cute getting on stage. But anyway, yeah. um, I, we happened to see John's truck. It was probably four or five cars ahead of us, but you couldn't miss it because it lit up the sky in and around the cars that were behind it. So... John's truck really attracts attention because it's very hard to miss during Christmas season. And most of you probably know him uh, and call him Johnny instead of John. Yeah, a lot of the towers, that's right. They, they call him Johnny, but I've called him John forever. John and his family have been showcasing this lit truck at Christmas since 2011. Now, here it is, 2022. John's truck is fully equipped from top to bottom, from front bumper to the rear of the truck. I'm just explaining a little so you all know what I'm talking about. It, just like Sheila said, it's a sight to behold. <laughs> Every square inch is, has lights on it. John has added music. And a few years back, when I traveled with John one evening, he wore a Santa hat and presented gifts to many of the poor families in Ken. Social worker gave him the name of these families and he would go by and visit with them, hand out the gifts and has a minute to talk a little bit about God at the same time. John started when he first put the lights on folks, I want you to know they flashed. So he went and week after week, he heated up and bent PCV pipes that fit the wheels and obviously every contour of the truck lights were finally added and 
now at the end of the season, they can really come off and put it into his barn. But every Christmas light is tucked hard and you can't miss. It's a gleaming bright color truck, just like Sheila said. John told me it's still a lot of fun for him. Lots of people know the truck. They also know who owns it. John and Debbie and their granddaughter, Sierra, and their daughter, Angela, ride along and give out candy canes to children who stop by the truck. And most of the time, the truck is on the road three or four times a week leading up to Christmas. And then from Christmas, you know, all around Christmas is out every day. Whenever John goes to dinner, he will park the truck at the Walmart bay and the, with the lights on and the music playing. But I have to let you know, this is known as the, the museum. They call it Christmas Pete. Now, here's the reason why. There's the Museum for Towers in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And it's called the International Towing and Recovery Museum. And Chuck Camp, the producer of the podcast, and I have been there. And basically, because the truck is a Peterbilt truck with a 60-ton Sentry rotator. But at Christmas time, this monstrous truck stands out with 175,000 LED lights powered by two onboard generators, you know, with holiday music sound system consisting of a mixer board, an iPod, and 5,000-watt amplifier speakers. Every year, somehow, John adds more lights and decorations to Christmas Pete. John's favorite part of Christmas tree is on the back of the truck and how the boom is now wrapped in blue lights, which offers an inspirational message. So when you wrap it and put a tree on the back, there appears to be a cross behind the Christmas tree. And the cross pops so much that a person gets the message that we couldn't have Christmas if we didn't have the cross in the first place. Amen. And it makes a lot of sense. An empty cross symbolizes hope, joy for Christmas, and we know this is the birth, the rebirth, and the redemption. Now, one night in the, this 2016, uh, John was placed in the Hall of Fame, and I have to share with you listeners, it's a sequential number that they give all the speakers that are being inducted into the Hall of Fame. And these are tours from all over the world, uh, Africa, Australia, the UK. And every time the museum inducts a new attendee, you know, a new person into the Hall of Fame, they're given a number. You're not going to believe it, but John Weaver's number was John 316. <laughs> As you might know, John 316 is special to John and his family, and we can certainly understand why he loves it. Our wish to all of you is to have a Merry Christmas. So we're going to take a fast break. And when we come back, listeners, I'm going to ask Sheila a little bit about adding to the podcast we did last January. And this will be the best Christmas 2022 podcast we've ever done. So hang tight. We'll be right back. Eagle Auto Part is located in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. The Eagle team is becoming the most recognized name in the recycling industry, serving not only West Virginia, but also Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Virginia. 
Eagle Auto Part inventory is computerized, racked, and ready for immediate pickup. Arch is our fast delivery service. With a very active presence on eBay, we have several distribution shipments daily. Eagle Auto Part processes all of our vehicles in the most professional manner, which ensures the quality of all of our parts sold. What can we do for you? Visit us on the web at eagleautopart.com or call 800-261-6664. That's 800-261-6664. Or send us an email at sales at eagleautopart.com. You have been listening to a special Eagle Auto Parts on-the-go podcast. This is called Christmas 2022. It's from the whole team at Eagle Auto Parts. And here in my rush of trying to get into this deal, I I have something that John Weaver's pastor wrote, and I want Sheila to kind of highlight it before we go into this. Okay, um, this was written in December on December twenty fifth of several years ago. So it's, it was written in twenty twenty by John's pastor, right? By John's pastor, and uh, it's it's about Christmas Pete and what Christmas Pete represents. So DJ told you what the truck is like and how it has all the lights on it and everything. But what Christmas Pete represents is the utter and irrefutable love of God. And many people see him as a large truck filled with lights and music, and there's, but there's so much more. The, the scripture that he represents or that he's talking about here is John eight twelve. I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. You know, when people are out on a dark night and they spot uh, Christmas Pete a mile away and people are needing some help because they've had an issue or something with their vehicle, Um, when they see Christmas Pete, they think his main purpose is to be a lifeline to those in their that are having their worst moments. But it isn't that. Uh, isn't that really what God's like anyway? So in life, we have circumstances that we can't remove ourselves from, and the chaos that surrounds us is often more than we could bear. And we find ourselves needing help that comes from something much bigger than us. So, And that's when, you know, Christmas Pete, he gets the call, he goes out, he does his job. And, and it's certainly like God in a way. Uh, when God is summoned, he's on the way. But... Friends, Christmas Pete is not God. However, when you see him, I pray that you can see God's love for you because that's what he's doing. He's sending these people to help you. Yeah, so John Weaver's pastor really is a good guy. Now, here's what I want to do. And poor Chuck, (laughs) the producer has to follow us now. Uh, We did a podcast, special podcast for Eagle or for last January. So it's archived for you. I want to ask Sheila, if you'd be kind enough, to share with our listeners, discuss the nativity scene, and that we talked a little bit about in January of last year, and the wise men's gifts, the the manger, the shepherds, and why God sent his son to, to the world. Today, I would like to delve into the relationship of Mary and Joseph. I know much is revealed in the scriptures, but to you, Sheila... Give us a little more detail. Yeah, there is not a lot revealed in the scriptures, but I would love to to discuss with it. Uh, um, Mary and Joseph's parents had what you consider a contractual agreement between their families. 
both families knew that they were destined to marry as they got older, but unless something happened to change their relationship along the way, they were really going to be joining marriage later on. But it, as was the custom back then, the families of both Mary and Joseph would periodically exchange gifts. It could have been grain. It could have been fruit. It could have been uh, an animal or two. Who knows? That, and that was all cementing the promise of Mary and Joseph being joined in marriage. Now, when the angel appeared to Mary in her room, I, I'm sure that Mary was shocked. The angel told her that already within her was the Christ child, God's son. And she, when she saw this angel before your, her, she probably thought, uh, to find out that she was pregnant without being with anyone already. So um, that was a huge shock to her as well. So, And then the fact that why would he pick someone like her, even though she was a virgin and it was a virgin birth, um, why would God pick her? Was she that good of a person for him to pick her? Now, talking about uh, Christ's child and the family of Joseph, Joseph was actually a descendant of King David. So, and it had been prophesied that the uh, the Christ, the Messiah, would come from King David's lineage. And I don't know, DJ, if you know the pastor preacher, Doctor David Jeremiah. Yeah. He's on TV all the time, especially on Sundays. Yeah, big guy. Well, recently, in the last several weeks, while we were, I was preparing this, um, I heard a video that he has created. Doctor Jeremiah did, and he created this video that he actually narrates. And all you, you see very little scripting, but you see all this stuff and, and you see the relationship between Mary and Joseph. And the segment I saw covered their courtship and them presenting gifts. And I've always thought that this, this little video would be a great present for somebody. And, uh, DJ, I hope you heard that. That yeah, would make it wonderful. <laughs> that would make a wonderful Christmas gift for anyone. So. After Mary was visited by God's angel with the news of her pregnancy, um, being a good Jewish family, Joseph was also told by God that he wasn't to do anything about Mary. He wasn't to put her away with shame or anything like that. He was to go ahead and marry her because she was carrying the Savior of the world. That's basically what Joseph was told. So Joseph was charged with caring for Mary, her unborn child, and raising Jesus when he was born. And uh, that is a huge thing right there. Yeah. Now, let me ask this, Sheila. When our listeners go to the archive, they'll learn that the angels charged to the shepherds, and they did exactly what the angel told them to do when they were told to go and see the Christ child. Now, could you tell our listeners any specific information about the shepherds and I'm wondering why he chose the, the shepherds to reveal Jesus' arrival. Well, sure. Um, we don't have much details about the shepherds. We don't know their names. We don't know exactly where they lived at. We're assuming um, that they lived right there in the Bethlehem local area, and they were probably local shepherds uh, having lived in that uh, city of Bethlehem. Now, we know it was likely close to springtime. A lot of us, you know, think about Christmas time and it being cold and things like that. But it was springtime. And what we can uh, tell, it, the shepherds were always in the fields. They took turns watching over their um, sheep, and they worked around the clock. They had first, second, and third shifts. 
and they were there to protect the flock from wild things, making sure that they weren't harmed in any way. And so they would have lived outside the borders of Bethlehem right with the sheep. We, we don't think about their jobs being glamorous because obviously for the birth of the King of Kings, uh, you would have thought that maybe there would, the Lord would have selected somebody different with a more highly exalted job, but protecting the flock from harm and caring for them was their goal. And here's what one person's response to the shepherd's job in the fields was. Here's what he said. No one woke up in Bethlehem and said, Ah, oh, gee, I hope I grow up to be a shepherd. And you know why? Because being a shepherd represented one of the lowest of the low in terms of social strata. And if you think about that for a second, the lowest of the low, that's exactly what God wanted his son to be, redemption for the lowest of the low. Good point. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, getting back to the wise men, we talked about their gifts that they gave to Jesus in the podcast with the frankincense and myrrh and so forth uh-huh. that we did in January. Can you give us any extra detail about the wise men, where they might have come from, and also maybe discuss what prompted their avoidance of Herod on their return from home and, and why? Well, that is a very important part to the Christmas story, but not much is said in scriptures about them. The wise men, they were highly intelligent, educated, all kinds of things, particularly astrology, philosophy, and religion. And the book of Matthew does not even list the the correct number of the Magi who followed together. So we don't know if there's one, three, ten, or whatever, but if they just followed the star... And uh, perhaps they came from different directions and they all met up following each other. It actually has been said that many Jews lived in dispersion. They were scattered throughout the Roman Empire and the East. And one thing they carried with them was the hope of the Messiah, as promised in what we call the Old Testament. Now, at this point, there is no New Testament. It's still the Old Testament. And they're going by what the Old Testament said. They believed in Christ when they had never seen him. So, in other words, they believed in the Messiah that was to be, but he hadn't arrived yet. But where did he come from? Well, uh, where did the Magi come from? Well, evidence shows that we shouldn't look any further than Yemen. We've heard the word Yemen before, whose kings professed the Jewish faith, and that was from 120 B.C. um, to the 6th century of our era. And However... The scriptures just say they came from the east. There's no doubt that they traveled a long time, perhaps mile after mile, day after day, week after week, and who knows how many months, just following a particular star to Judea, and they ended up in Jerusalem, the capital city, which really was a place one might expect to find a king, right? In a, in a big, big city. When they asked for an audience with King Herod, and this is what they said, where is he that is born king of the Jews? We have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. You know, I can't imagine Herod's anger. He probably raised an eyebrow or two, maybe, who knows, maybe threw something. But when he heard this from the Magi, Somehow, Herod responded that he would like to visit the newborn king, too. 
So come by on your way out of town so I can go pay my respects to him myself. Well, we all know how that ended. Um, that didn't happen that way. Thank goodness. Thank the Lord spoke to the wise men not to return to Herod after visiting Jesus and his family. Because when the wise men didn't return back to report to Herod where he was at, Herod went on a rampage and started killing all the babies that would have been um, that age up to two years old. And thank goodness the wise men went home another direction. Even Joseph escaped with Mary and Joseph and avoided Herod's, Herod's massacre. So, um, DJ, those are the couple things that I wanted to cover today. You know, the Messiah came for everyone. God had a plan, and his plan was that Jesus would be the symbol of rebirth, death and resurrection for everyone, and he protected his plan with the way he laid it all out. And Jesus' purpose on this earth was to shed his blood in our place, to white out our sins so that we could be pure to live with God forever. And I thank you for this opportunity to discuss a new, few more details about Christmas, and I just hope everyone has a Merry Christmas and they remember the reason for the season. Exactly. Sheila, I can't thank you enough. Eagle Auto Parts is just a great group of people. Doug Williams and the entire team at Eagle Auto Parts wish each and every one of you a blessed and Merry Christmas. For our Jewish friends, we hope you had a great Hanukkah. We hope that, you know, Hanukkah became the evening of December 18th and goes right on through the 26th. So our Jewish friends, we wish you a happy Hanukkah. And those people that celebrate Kwanzaa, by all means, it's the seven days of the first fruit, and those people, we wish them a happy Kwanzaa. But each and every one of you that are Christian faith, we wish you the very best for this beautiful season, and we hope you enjoyed the story of Christmas Pete, John Weaver's gigantic truck here in our town, and I hope all of you are blessed with great people, great pets in your neighborhood, and have a blessed Christmas. From all of us at Eagle Auto Park, to you.